Knock, knock. Who's there? Meow. Meow who? Take me out to the ball game. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Bad knock-knock jokes aside, we have a lot to talk about today, including Albert Pujols' age. Plus, Blake Griffin was released by the Pistons. Where is he going to go? Oh, I can tell you, baby. I can tell you indeed. And of course, we got to talk about the Pittsburgh Penguins and their photoshopping scandal. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now! And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you who are new to the program, welcome, hello, bonjour, I don't speak French. Uh, for the <laughs> We talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and give you some insight into all the sports stuff going on next week, month, year, etc. I, for one, love to chit-chat. So how are you? How was your weekend? I hope it was wonderful. I really didn't do much here. But uh, if you like what you hear today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. Or you can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. This is me spelling com with my fingers. That's C-O-M. I failed grammar when I was a kid. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I didn't. Uh, Before we start... I have to get a give a huge shout out right now to my favorite college basketball team, my alma mater, the University of Hartford Hawks, are in the America East Finals for the second year in a row. Now, last year they got completely and utterly shafted by this magical thing we call COVID nineteen, and uh, unfortunately they didn't get to play that game and didn't get a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. But this year, this could be it. It could happen. We're going to find out next weekend. So uh, if you think I'm excited now, let's hope I'm this excited after they win. (laughs) Otherwise, I'll just be really sad. Really sad. All right. Uh, With that, I think we could talk about sports now. I don't know. Do you think that's a good idea for you guys? It's kind of the thing that we do on this show is talk about sports news and information and all that uh, fun stuff. So we're going to start with the NBA. Now, not as many games this weekend as we would have liked. Why would that be? Because we have All-Star Weekend, obviously. Uh, So let's start here from... uh, We're not going to Tuesday. Wow, that's way too far back. Uh, We're going to start here from, from... Oh, there haven't been any games since Thursday. All right, well, here's Thursday's games. Celtics beat the Raptors 132-125. to Huge win for the Celtics. They kind of had a rough start. I think they're pulling it together now. Uh, Clippers and Wizards. Uh, Clippers? Clippers, the big red dog. Wizards beat the Clippers. Yeah, you heard that right. 119-117. Knicks getting a win over the Pistons. 114-104. to Sorry about the hiccups. Bucks beating the Grizzlies 112 to 111. Nuggets beat the Pacers 113 to 103. Heat get a win over the Pelicans 103 to 93. 
Thunder beat the Spurs 107-102. Warriors fall to the Suns 120-98. Love what the Suns are doing right now. And the Trailblazers get to get a win over the Kings 123-119. Now, All-Star Weekend has not... Well, the All-Star Game itself has not begun yet. It's tonight at 8 o'clock. I personally... You know, I appreciate these guys who who go out and they they get accepted to the All Star Game. I just personally don't find the All Star Game to be particularly entertaining. It's it's the best of the best. Yeah, you get some really cool plays, but it really doesn't mean anything for me. And and I think most All Star Games, I, I just have the same feeling. Uh, I do like what the NHL did with theirs, where they sort of split it up into conferences. That was a cool idea, and and have a little like tournament type thing. Um, but yeah, beyond that, eh, I really don't care really don't care. I'm sorry. Uh, games will resume on Wednesday. That's March 10th. Now, let's take a look, though, at the NBA standings as of now. 76ers are on top 24-12. to 12. Now, they're holding on by half a game right now because the Nets are roaring. They're 9-1 in their last 10. Oh, we're going to talk about the Nets. We're going to talk about the Nets. We're going to get back to it, but just, just know they're not done. Uh, the Bucks, Bucks are winning 22 to 14. Celtics 19-17. The Knicks are in fifth place. Oh, I love it. 19 and 18. They're seven and three in their last ten. So are the Heat 18 and 18. Heat had a rough start to the season. They're pulling it together. Hornets are 17 and 18. Lamelo Ball killing it right now. Absolutely killing it. He uh, broke a record the other day. We're going to talk about that in a moment too. Raptors seventeen and nineteen. They're in eighth place now. Behind them are the Bulls, the Pacers, the Hawks. They're all about within a game, game and a half. And then you have the Wizards, the Cavaliers, the Magic. They're a couple games behind, but but really not that far out of reach. Any one of them could go on a tier. And then you have the Pistons. Pistons are ten and twenty six. They're three and seven in their last ten. You know, the, the East is. A significantly weaker conference. Every year you have a team maybe that's 500, a losing record. Really not the best of the best are in the East. Uh, that's changing. Some better players are moving over to this side. As, you know, Kevin Durant, um, you have Embiid, you have Giannis, you have all those guys in the Celtics, Tatum. Um, you have Jimmy Butler with the Heat. You know, these teams have superstar players, but it it's... It's less one-sided than it was a few years ago. This year in particular, where you have, you know, the Knicks are only over 500 by one game. The Heat are tied at five, or at 500. And then you have the Hornets, Raptors, who are below 500. All four of those teams, four teams, are at 500 or less. Which is, I'm sorry, are uh, just over 500 or less. So... You know, you could have a losing team getting in the playoffs here. Now, the West is where things are a little, a uh, little more less. Sorry, a little less log jammed. You have the Jazz still on top, even though they haven't had a great stretch. They're six and four in their last ten, but the Jazz are twenty-seven and nine. Suns are twenty-four and eleven. Lakers twenty-four and thirteen. They're three and seven in their last ten. By the way, that's not good. Clippers are twenty-four and fourteen. They're four and six in their last ten. That's not good for them either. Uh, Trailblazers are twenty-one and fourteen. Nuggets twenty-one and fifteen. Spurs are eighteen fourteen. Mavericks eighteen sixteen. And then at ninth place right now, you have the Warriors, who are half a game back. They're at nineteen and eighteen. Then you have the Grizzlies. Grizzlies at 500, Pelicans 15 and 21, Thunder 15 and 21, Kings 14 and 22, Rockets 11 and 23, and the Timberwolves. They've only won one of their last 10 games. Uh, Joel Embiid, by the way, 
uh, planning to donate $100,000 of his all-star game winnings to homeless shelters in Atlanta, which is where the game is taking place. Oh, look at this. I lost my screen here. Welp, I can't assume that's going to come back. For those uh, watching our YouTube channel, we just saw that my whatever I was on just went away. That's okay. We'll just go to the next one. Uh, because it's it it makes sense. Uh, so Joel Embiid, there it goes again. There it goes. We lost it again. I don't like where this is going. Technical difficulties, friends. Technical difficulties. I am so technically difficult. This is just plain difficult. Well, uh, All-Star Game weekend, uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons will not be participating because it looks like they broke some COVID protocols. Listen, Embiid and Simmons, they're young. They have a history of making bad mistakes. And yes, this was another bad mistake in their road of mistakes. Go away, ESPN.com. I don't know why you won't help me out here. Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball breaks a 60-year-old rookie record. Now, he is the first rookie in 60 seasons to lead in points, rebounds, assists, and steals at the All-Star break. I don't know who tracks something like that, but that's pretty impressive. Uh, he's won back-to-back -back Rookie of the Month awards, uh, and he looked great in the Rising Stars uh, in the, ri the Rising Stars game earlier today. Sorry, I have the hiccups a little bit. And the Hornets are in the playoffs right now, playoff position, right? I like what Lamelo Ball's doing. Definitely, definitely leaps and bounds ahead of where his brother was at this point in his career. Lonzo Ball's name has been knocked around lately. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So the bigger story: Blake Griffin. The Pistons have bought him out. He's cleared waivers. The man is a free agent right now. Once again, ESPN hates me, so I'm going to hate on you, ESPN, for not letting me use it. Oh, and I get a text from my wife. I hope it's not important. Uh, Blake Griffin has averaged 12.2 points per game. Um, not great. Considering his career, now he has averaged 21.4 throughout his career. His time with the Clippers, he had some outstanding games, but really hasn't been quite the same player since being traded to Detroit. Now, granted, he's had some injuries, some issues. You know, really, he hasn't played more than 38 games in just the last two seasons. It was time for Blake to go. Uh, that being said, the team most likely to pick him up, the team that has him on their radar, oh, the New York Nets. I'm sorry, the Brooklyn Nets. Because <laughs> they refuse to be part of the rest of New York, which, by the way, most of New York doesn't care that the Nets are good. Most of New York are Knicks fans. Just saying. Um, anyway, yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn adding him to the roster is huge, and that is the expectation right now. Now, granted... Yes, he's not the same Blake Griffin he was a few years ago, but when you pair somebody like that with some legendary players, with Kyrie, with Durant, with uh, with um, James Harden, uh, plus DeAndre Jordan's there too. Um, yeah, he's. I think he's going to elevate his game a little bit. The Nets are looking like a super team. You know, this this could be one of the best teams ever assembled. Now I say could be because you have to win a championship. Probably have to win two or three championships for me to say this is the best team ever assembled. Um, but gosh darn it, the Nets are in for an amazing playoff run. 
if they can keep all these guys together, they have an amazing future, and we'll see what happens with Blake Griffin if he actually does sign with the Nets or not. Speaking of the New York teams cross town, the Knicks are on the verge of their own greatness. Now, I personally place the Knicks where the Nets were two years ago right? The Nets were barely a playoff team. They really didn't have any superstar guys. They had D'Angelo Russell. Um, they had guys who who had a future as superstars or, or just great players in this league. Um, and then used that and their ability, their bench, everything to get into the playoffs. Looked like a good team. They have tons of cap space. They're in a desirable market and were able to, to get players like Durant, Irving, they had a huge culture change there. And since then, yeah, it's worked out pretty well for them. Again, you never know. They, they could just not, not win the championship. You never know. Uh, so the Knicks are kind of in the same boat. They have a lot of young talent, right? They have a budding star in um, Julius Randle. I really think that with this roster right now, no, the Knicks are not a true contender. They're not as good as the Raptors, the Celtics, the 76ers, but yeah, they could win some games and they can give any team a run for their money. Now, I think if they can get a big star, they're going to look like a real contender. And there are a few players out there, no major superstars. We're not talking to Durant. Again, Durant, Harden, and Kyrie Irving, those are superstars. But a guy like Victor Oladipo, very likely that he could try to force a trade to the Knicks. Uh, there's been word of Bradley Beal trying to force a trade to the Knicks. Uh, Lonzo Ball, I mentioned we were, we were going to talk about Lonzo Ball again. Another player, now Lonzo Ball, I, I wouldn't consider a star. He's a, definitely a, a name that any any NBA fan is going to recognize. Um, but Lonzo Ball, I think, is, is more so a role player. He's not going to be, he's a leader, sure. But, you know, he's not going to be the guy for this team. But if you can get Bradley Beal, Victor Oladipo, I don't know. I like what I see. Kobe Bryant rookie card sold for $1.8 million at an auction. Pristine condition. I am Whoever whoever made that sale, congratulations, my friend. Congratulations. Huge, huge. All right, let's move over to the NHL. A lot of games this weekend, so we can actually report on those. Uh, Lightning got a loss. Haha, <laughs> you thought I was going to say win. Blackhawks beat the Lightning 4-3 to on Friday. Wild beat the Coyotes 5-1. to Avalanche get a win over the Ducks 3-2. to Blues getting a win over the Kings 3-2. to Golden Knights beat the Sharks 5-4. to Islanders beating the Sabres 5-2. Now they are on a hot streak. A huge, 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 huge hot streak. Rangers beat the Devils 6-3. Penguins beating the Flyers 4-3. Panthers get a win over the Preds 6-2. Canadians beat the Jets 7-1. Coyotes beat the Wild 5-2. Canucks get a win over the Maple Leafs 4-2. Ducks get a win over the Avalanche 5-3 in OT. Uh, Blue Jackets lose to the Stars 5-0. Stars, they, they're they better than where they are at the standings. We'll, we'll get into them, too. Uh, Kings beat the Blues 4-3. Flames getting a win, uh, loss, I'm sorry. Oilers hand them a loss 3-2. And then the Golden Knights uh, beat the Sharks 4-0. Now, today's games, Islanders win again. That's five straight. Five straight wins for the Islanders. They're in first. They're in first in the Metro. Or whatever, the East this year. Whatever they're called. Uh, the Lightning get a win over the Blackhawks, 6-3. Panthers currently losing 4-1 to the Hurricanes. Devils and Bruins uh, playing tonight. No score, and they're in the third period, so check that one out. 
Well, by the time this airs, I guess all these games will be over. Uh, some other games tonight. Capitals, Flyers, Penguins, Rangers, Predators, Stars, and Senators. Taking on the Flames. Now, Flames, uh, well, we'll talk about the standings first, I guess, and then we can talk about the Flames and their coaching change this week. Um, but looking at the Central Division, the Lightning are currently on top 36 points. Panthers are sh- shortly behind them at 34. Hurricanes with 33, Blackhawks 31. Blue Jackets at 25, Predators 20, Stars at 18, and Red Wings at 17. Now, the Stars have only played 19 games. All of these other teams have played 26, 23. Um, I think the Stars are, you know, now granted, they're 7 and 8 and 4 right now. They're a better team than that, and you're going to see a better team down the stretch. I highly believe the Stars could force their way into the playoffs, but they, they need to get on a streak, and they need to do it soon. Uh, All right, going into the East, Islanders, like I said, they're on top. Huge couple of games. Uh, Capitals with 30 points. They're two games behind them. Bruins with 29. Flyers with 27. Penguins also with 27. You have the Rangers with 23. Devils 16. And the Sabres with 15. Now, if the Rangers beat the Penguins tonight, they they are also a contender because they'll be at 25 points. Only two behind the Penguins and Flyers. And the Penguins will have just lost. So, you know, that makes sense there, too. Um, But... Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Moving into the West, the Golden Knights with 33, Blues with 31, Avalanche with 28, Wild with 27, Kings at 25, Coyotes at 25. All contenders. I say it every week. The West is a logjam. Then you got the Ducks at 20 and the Sharks at 19. Moving into the North, the Maple Leaves are starting. Are they starting to run away with it? They might. 38 points for them. Behind them is the Jets at 31, Oilers at 30, Canadians 28. They've had a rough stretch, the Canadians. Rough stretch. The Flames at 24, Canucks at 24, and the Senators at 17. Now, the Calgary Flames bringing in Daryl Sutter. Remember, Sutter was the coach there. Uh, oh, it's ESPN, so guess what? I'm probably going to lose it. Yep, and there it goes. For friends watching my YouTube channel can probably see that this is frustrating, and I will no longer be using ESPN articles for some of these. Uh, for those of you listening via our podcast version, don't worry about it. You just get to hear me rant and rave about it. Uh, so the Calgary Flames uh, fired Jeff Ward and hired Daryl Sutter. Now, remember, Sutter was the coach of the Flames uh, back in the mid-2000s, helped lead them to the Stanley Cup Final. That's right. Uh, and that was a completely different Flames team led by Jerome Ginla back in those days. I say that like it was so long ago. Um since then, he's won back. Two, I shouldn't say back to back. He won two Stanley Cups with the Kings in 2012 and 2014. Uh, so I think it's a great addition. The Flames had a had a fantastic team. They have a great young team right now. Really couldn't put it together last year. Don't look so hot, so hot. Ha <laughs> ha. This year, um, but there's still time. Uh, Alex Ovechkin defending Tom Wilson's seven-game suspension, saying that it's kind of a joke. No, what's a joke is that the league still lets a guy like Tom Wilson out there. Now, seven games is a lot, and I'm really happy that they've suspended him for seven games. The amount of players that this guy has hurt, the amount of the amount of illegal or just disrespectful and unsportsmanlike things he's done. He deserves more than seven games. And maybe I'm just saying that because I'm a Penguins fan. I don't think so, though. I just... He he takes some bad hits, and that's not right. The Islanders, like I said, they've won five straight. We can skip that. Oh, the Penguins. This was great. This was great. The Pittsburgh Penguins 
um, posted a picture on their social media page with fans wearing masks. But when you look at the real picture, they weren't wearing masks. I'm going to show you here. So here is the original picture from Getty. So there's a couple fans here who you can see this gentleman. If you're looking at the at our YouTube channel, you'll get to see. If you're not, totally fit, cool. Finish the podcast, then go check out our YouTube channel so you can actually see this. Uh, you can see this one guy here. Oh, oh no, no, what happened? <laughs> this one guy here is not wearing a mask, right? This one's playing with his mask. This one, yeah, she's not wearing it at all, and neither is her right above her, right? So you have two people here not wearing masks. Now here's what the penguins did. So let's let's zoom out. I don't want to go to Twitter. Stop sending me to Twitter. And this is what the Penguins posted. Oh, suddenly he's wearing a mask. She's wearing a mask. <laughs> this guy says, where am I next to him? That's just kind of hilarious. Uh, and they cut out the woman above her who wasn't wearing a mask at all. So <laughs> Penguins getting creative. And they owned it. You know what? They owned it. It's fine. They're editing things. Sure. Let's move on to baseball. Trevor Bauer pitches a shutout inning with one eye closed. Now, apparently he does this in training. The way he puts it is it's easier for him to pitch with one eye. Or I'm sorry, it's not easier for him. It, it challenges him to pitch with one eye closed. So he figures if I can do that, then I can then I can pitch well with both eyes open. And so the fact that he pitches a shutout inning with one eye closed, that's hilarious. I think he even struck somebody out. Uh, Jake Odorizzi signed a two-year deal with the Houston Astros. Much-needed move by the Houston Astros. Uh, losing Verlander to Tommy Johns sucks. They needed pitching. Odorizzi's going to be the guy to help them through it. Now, he's no Verlander, but they still have Granky in the mix, too. Freddie Freeman welcomed his uh, twins with a twist. I don't know if you heard about this. So, he had tw- twins born. I'm sorry, they're not, they're not twins. He had... Uh, Two baby boys born six weeks apart. Six weeks apart. Think about that. So here's what happened. Uh, Him and his wife, by the way, have a whole bunch of kids. Uh, But they didn't think that she could still get pregnant. And so they actually, while they wanted more children, they went to a surrogate. And as they were going through that process, found out that his wife was indeed pregnant. And so they said, well, screw it. Let's still do the surrogate anyway. And so... There you go. Twins with a twist. I love it. I think that's fun. I think his household is probably crazy town, but uh, definitely fun. Cleveland Indians, Jose Ramirez and Franmil Reyes break COVID protocol, so they will not be traveling with the team this week. Oh, I really like this one. How old is Albert Pujols? Uh, According to everything, he's 41, but there are some MLB execs that claim he is lying about his age or was lying about his age when he signed the $240 million contract with the Angels, which would make him older than he was. And the reason he lies, right, he's from the Dominican Republic. A lot of players lie and say they're a little bit older so that they can, ooh, <laughs> uh, so that they can get out of the country sooner. And some players say that they're a little bit younger so that it just looks better to see, wow, look how good this player is and he's only 18 years old yeah i know um anyway so albert pujols very possibly lied about his age before signing that massive contract with the angels you know the contract that doesn't really look so great now that he's 41 years old but dang it he's played every game there he hasn't been sure he hasn't been the superstar player that he was with the cardinals but he's still a darn good player and definitely been helpful for this angels team who is failed miserably every season since they've gotten him yeah 
it's a lot of money they're wasting on this guy, and a lot of money that they could be using to build around Mike Trout. But I digress. Let's move on. Uh, so yeah, even there was even a podcast a few years ago. He was interviewed, and uh, during the interview, he was very uh, hmm. How do I put this? Just sort of wishy-washy about his age, saying that sometimes, like at some points in a story, he'd say he was twelve or thirteen or almost thirteen, or like comparing himself to another player and say like, oh yeah, he was only like two, three years ahead of me, and then really the guy's like five or six. So uh, very possible that. Pujols is, was, has always been lying about his age, but, you know, it happens. Uh, J.J. Watt has signed with the Cardinals for $15 million? That's a lot for a guy who you might only get a couple seasons out of. And and a team that really isn't a contender right now. Now, granted, I mean, I, I like Kyler Murray. I like what the Cardinals are doing. I'm just surprised. Um... But the question here is, who who else was bidding on J.J. Watt for that much money that the Cardinals said, yeah, 15 should do it? Of course he signed with the Cardinals. I would have thought he'd go more to a contender. I would have thought he'd go to a team like the Steelers, to, you know, the the Saints. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, $14 million, $15 million contract. All right, Jason Kelsey decided he's going to stick around another season with the Eagles. I think everyone in Philadelphia is excited about that. Who doesn't love Kelsey? Come on. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, very likely he is not returning to the Steelers, and uh, I don't think he'll even accept any offers to remain with the team. So Juju will be on the market. All right, friends, I think that's all I had for today. Uh, Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She's the content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this show. Uh, the song, the music you hear for this podcast is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Special thanks to our social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gary Albert, my mom, Lori Drago, uh, and Joe Calabro, always a fan of the show, Jorge Pajares. Shout out to the Hartford Hawks. Good luck. In the America East Championship, I'm super excited. I mean, I'm foaming at the mouth excited. Go Hawks! Kaka! And sorry, I know I always say that for the end of the show, but that that is where the kaka came from that I end my show with every week. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I guess I'll have to do two this week. I should have done one in the beginning. I'm very embarrassed that I didn't. Uh, okay, okay, wh where was I? Thank yous. I think I thanked everybody. If you liked what you heard today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. Or email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from fans, and fans love hearing from me. Because I'm me. <laughs> and uh, with that, I... I think that's all I had to say for today. Like, comment, share, Twitter at me, and all the fun doo-doo stuff that you like to do-do so well. I will see you all next week. I'm going to sit on my couch, make some popcorn, sit there, eat the popcorn, drink my drink, and wait exactly one week until the University of Hartford Hawks play in the American Finals versus the UMass, UMass Lowell River Hawks. Jesus, Hawks versus Riverhawks? It's fine. It's totally fine. Stick with us, friends, because in a week, we'll know who wins that game. Bye-bye. Cook!